Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 62 of Utopia to Me, with me, your host, Chris Locke. What's up? How's it going? Thanks for checking in. Thanks for downloading the app, uh, wherever you're listening to this. How's it going? Where are you? Are you up on the roof, practicing karate or something? Be careful. That's all I'm saying. Sometimes when you're practicing karate, you get carried away, and you flip around, you do some kicks, and the next thing you know, you're standing on the edge of the roof. Just be careful. Just sit down, have a sandwich. Here's the thing. This episode is really good, man. It's uh, live. We recorded this live in front of an audience at the Odd Block Comedy Festival in Winnipeg, Manitoba. Odd Block's in its second year, and uh, this is my first time doing it. It was so much fun, and uh, they hooked it up, and uh, the guest was Matt Bronger, one of my favorite stand-ups to watch, too, and as you will listen in the uh, episode, of a favorite to chat to. So smart, sharp, funny, and what a great guy. And also, let me say, this guy can uh, put together a party playlist. Uh, good good drunk dancing in Winnipeg. Um, so here we go. We're going to dive right in because it's so much fun. You guys be careful while you're listening. If you're doing construction, don't start uh, you know, drilling the ground and then the drill gets out of control and then it drills your feet. You know what I mean? Like listen and safely. That's the, that's the theme for this episode. Listen safely. And uh, here we go. We're going to go right now live to Odd Block Comedy Fest, Winnipeg, Manitoba. This is Matt Bronger, hilarious, insane, amazing comedian. Enjoy. Okay. <laughs> here we are. Yeah, this is it. So we're in, let's just say where we are. We're in Winnipeg. We're in the Park Theater, 3.30 in the afternoon. It's where Chris Isaac's playing uh, later tonight, and we are a full-capacity house right now. It's about yeah. 5,000 people um, listening intently. So this is pretty fantastic. <laughs> Yeah, people are very disappointed that I'm not the video Wicked Games by Chris <laughs> Isaac. And so am I. Yeah, who isn't disappointed <laughs> at any moment of the day that you're not looking at that video? Yeah. yeah. Oh, jeez, uh, Louise. But Beautiful. we are live in the theater for the Odd Block Fest in Winnipeg. And uh, I'll prove that there's a live audience here. Hey, audience, are you here? A few guys giving some huge screams. That was, that was great. very nice. Thank you so much. <laughs> it's kind of mellow, but that's great. That's what I like. I'm a mellow dude. I might not even take off my hat. You know what I mean? Yeah, whatever you want to do, man. It's your podcast. <laughs> yeah, this is my guest, Matt Bronger. Uh, give a round of applause for Matt Bronger, one of the best stand-ups. Uh, Come on. Thanks, guys. So good. One of my faves. Thanks, yeah. buddy. You're, Thank uh, you. Jo- yeah, your first album, I was like, oh, you can do stuff like that? <laughs> I love it, yeah. I love to inspire. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, the uh, yeah, so you have three specials out now, two, right? Uh, two specials. Three oh, two albums. specials, three albums. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just laughing because we said because you asked me that in the car. I asked you in the car. Okay. You clarified, and I still screwed it Come up. Come on, it's fine. Right, audience? Isn't I, that funny? Yeah, I did. You got to stop prompting them and let them be themselves. Relax. <laughs> um, we yeah, I, I just I hosted New Faces at uh, at JFL and in uh, um, in Montreal this year, and I I shredded at least a third of the comedians' names. Like yeah. just. Completely got him, you know, wrong. But it, I mean, it turned out funny. But it was that thing where it's just like no one cares. So there you, know, you, you can say he's got seventeen specials and half an album. People are like, yeah, it sounds sounds about right. <laughs> like everyone's here or, or listening. So, yeah, you know, doesn't. Oh, the details yeah. don't matter. 
Oh, yeah. People are here live, and that's for sure. But then listening, oh, my God, man. I have a fan in New Zealand and in Australia. Good for you. Yeah. I don't know if they're the same guy and they keep traveling. I think he just travels. <laughs> I think he just takes a barge back and forth. Yeah. And this is two different places. Yeah, he's got family in Australia. <laughs> um, yeah, but and then also you did Mad TV. I did do that. You've yeah. done Conan. Right, yeah. It's, no one says it like Conan, eh? You've done Conan? No. Uh, I think Letterman? I'm sure you had Letterman. Yes, I've, I've, done, <laughs> I've done that. Mm-hmm. There was never a barbarian named Letterman, but there was one named Conan. We don't know. There have been a lot of barbarians in history. You're and right. And only one had books written about him. So there probably was a Letterman the Barbarian. Yeah, there's a lot of uh, barbarians looking down from heaven like, why aren't I in a book? Well... <laughs> They're in heaven? Come on. If you believe in heaven and hell, I think barbarians basically live in hell. I don't believe in heaven and hell, but I believe in barbarians. Yeah. Like in the sky. You have to. you got to be a barbarian sometimes. There's one in all of us, for sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, barbarians in the sky. That's a great album title. You know? A yeah. Propors of nothing. Barbarians in the sky almost sounds like a good motivational uh, like book to read. Mm-hmm. You know, like, be your own barbarian in the sky. Sure. <laughs> Not tear right. down on earth. Yeah. yeah just, let's keep, just keep that attitude up there. Don't actually burn someone's house to the ground and bash yeah, their head on with Earth, a club. Get out of the way. Right. Exactly. <laughs> but when you're dead, be a barbarian in the sky. Yeah. Wait till you're dead to do your savagery. Does anyone here believe in heaven? Nice. A cold silence. <laughs> a cold, hard silence. Huge silence. That was a heavy silence. I find it. I was in... Uh, that was a barbarian's fist of silence. I, I, I was in, I was in uh, Halifax uh, a couple weeks ago, and I, the, the thing I find about uh, so many Canadians that I've met, just there's a, there's a, pragma, like a pragmatism that is, uh, that's amazing. Yeah. It's kind of like, yeah, I'm going to tell you exactly what I feel, and it, it, it goes with all the known logic and science. Like, you know, I'm from a country where so many of my countrymen go, hmm, let's put that aside. Let's put aside the logic and the things we've learned as human beings and hope for this thing that's ancient and archaic, you know, which is kind of like, Ugh. so it's like, to, to me, the fact that people didn't explode in applause, like heaven is real, yeah. kind of makes me, <laughs> I yeah. mean, oddly hopeful, you know what I mean? It's nice. Most, yeah, yeah, most religious people in Canada, when you bring it up, they're like, yes, I am religious, but it's okay. I'm going to eat cookies over here. You have fun. Yeah, like let people live. I mean, my parents are like that. They're, oh, they're nice. uh, very, very progressive Catholics, if that makes any sense at all. But, yeah, they're just very, uh, you know, uh, first and foremost in terms of uh, any kind of public discourse, especially like anything according to law. Yeah. It's kind of like, keep this wackiness we believe in out of it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Whereas so many people kind of want to. That is voice. nice. That is progressive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it is yeah. getting insane. We won't get into how insane it's getting down there, I guess, no. since we're up here. Please, please don't. I, <laughs> I feel like I'm in a paradise right now. It's yeah. quite nice. Uh, what were you doing in Halifax? I love Halifax. Uh, I was doing um, ba- basically a, a music festival there called Gridlocked. That was it oh, was like cool. I, I was one of like two or three other comedians. Yeah, and those festivals, I I generally prefer the comedy festivals uh, because music festivals sometimes you kind of just get you know uh, uh, yeah away and yeah, which mm-hmm. is also fun because you get to see a ton of sweet bands and stuff. Yeah. but you know comedy festivals, it's it's a lot more um, fraternal. You know, with the audience and with the... With and it brings the more comedy fans out. Yes, completely, yeah. completely, yeah. Well, that's good, though. Yeah, I love it out there. Mm-hmm. Do you guys it was love- great. I should, I should stop asking them if they love everything, right? Maybe everything, <laughs> yeah. I mean, just, you know, parse it out. Wait, do you guys love uh, the ocean? <laughs> See, you can feel them waning. Like, just keep going. Since you guys are not near the ocean, do you, is the sushi good here? What do you think? In Winnipeg? 
Okay, that's what I was wondering. But you don't have... They did the half well, and half hand sign. One major misconception about sushi is that you have to be near a, a huge body of water. A lot of yeah. the sushi techniques, basically, they, you know, they, you want the fish to not be fresh, necessarily. Right. You know, certain kinds. Yeah, if you're landlocked, sushi usually comes from a hand of a barbarian in the sky. Right. Exactly. <laughs> that's pretty fresh. Wait, <laughs> that was a really odd callback, but yeah, you're right. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to write a book here, too. I think you just wanted to say too. it again. <laughs> Barbarians in the sky. I'm so proud of that. I think we got our, uh, your episode title right there. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I'm really, really, yeah, like I said, I'm a huge fan. I'm, Thanks. Uh, we have done some festivals together across yep. Canada, and I've done your Bridgetown Festival a couple times, yeah, which I really love. Thanks. Uh, which I think Oddblock is also really inspired by. And, uh, yeah, so it's uh, you've done a lot for comedy. Well, I mean, it was one of those things we I used to uh, do. There's, I have a comedy club in my hometown that is a, a pit of shit. Uh, and it's it's uh, the owner doesn't give a crap about comedy at all. He just wants to shove nachos in people's faces at overprices. Yeah, we have those in Canada. Uh, yeah. And I mean, I get it. You know, it, I am in the in the in the alcohol delivery business. Really, you know, I'm kind of someone to get on stage and entertain while drinks get sold. I understand my place, but at the same time, this guy had a room full of runaways that would just cold call people in Portland and give away tickets to the point where people would be like, "Take me off your list." You know, I, I, I never have fun at the club, and you guys, they underpay their comedians. It's just, it's yeah. not happy. So when I would go home, I would deign to not play there, and I would just, I had a friend who would book bands, and their, her, her bands wouldn't go on until 10 in these venues. And so I was like, oh, can I have the 8 to 10 slot then? And she's like, sure. So I'd charge like 5 bucks the door, and I'd have local comics open for me, and I would make enough money to fly home and back, and I'd just stay in my parents' house. Yeah. So it wouldn't make any money, but it was like a free trip home. Uh, and Andy Wood was one of the guys who used to open for me. And so yeah. one time, uh, he just was like, should we start a comedy festival here? I was like, yeah, absolutely. And Andy's one of those guys, he's like an organizational genius. He's one of those people who, you know, in his 20s was like, I should buy a house and rent it out. Like, when you're in your <laughs> 20s, you're like, that's that's an impossibility. No one owns a house. Yeah. Except for people's parents, you know. And yeah. so he was one of those guys who was a visionary amongst all us uh, scumbag slackers. And, you know, help put the thing together. For the first couple of years, um, I, my whole job with Bridgetown was just to ask famous friends to do it yeah. at a discounted rate. You know, like, could you just slum it, please? Uh, and, and they would do it because uh, Portland's such a fun place to go to. It's I think beautiful. That's what you have to have, though, if you want to have, like, a grassroots festival. You have to have a little bit of a scene. And you also have to have a place where... Um, uh, there, there's there's a reason to go there. Like I've I've really dug walking around Winnipeg and just taking in the local flavor. And you know every place is is different and special in its own way. And I think Winnipeg it works in that respect. Like right now we're in a, a fantastic old theater that is is perfect acoustic wise and, uh, yeah. uh, and atmosphere wise for comedy. It's very accessible. There's a great bar in the front. And so you could see comedians being like, oh, yeah, I want to be a part of that festival. It's, you can see, and John Duff is definitely taking care of us. So it's kind of, yeah. yeah as Bridgetown, we were kind of like the, um, the first of the grassroots comedy festivals. And so from you know, Andy Wood being like, can we do this? We let a lot of other people be like, oh, I can do this too. You know, I can just uh, contact local sponsors and make them be a part of it and, yeah. you know, be grassroots. Like, no one's making, uh, no one's getting rich off comedy festivals, ever, unless you're, unless you can book, like, you <laughs> I'm know. looking at Kevin right now. Kevin is. Kevin's uh, fanning himself with hundreds <laughs> right now. But um, I, I haven't made a dime from Bridgetown by choice because I right. play it every year. 
You know what I mean? Like, I didn't want to be the boss tweed of that situation where I'm just, like, you know, raking in the dough and yeah. playing it and getting free beer and a free hotel room and stuff. So you, you kind of got to do it for the love. The Comedians definitely do it for the love, and it's so fun. And you're right, Portland is beautiful. Even where the the uh, the festival is, is always reminds me of, like, a Smurf village. Yeah. Because all the houses <laughs> are different, and they're covered in beautiful, like, greenery. And mm-hmm. different. Every, everyone looks, every place looks different, and there's yeah. flowers everywhere. Like, what the hell? Well, and that's the, that's the big flip, is it? everybody comes to, to see the shows, and they go walk around the neighborhood, and they're just like, man, I wonder how much... A house costs here. Oh, there isn't one, like, anywhere for sale. You know, it's, it's like, <laughs> yeah. the, the most wanted area, like, in the country to move to. It's beautiful. Ever since I was a kid, uh, like, the thing, in, the thing in Oregon is you can't pump your own gas. It's only Oregon and New Jersey in America that, that uh, you can't touch the pumps for some reason. Hmm. And side note, I still have friends my age who are, like, when I'm, like, they need to change that law. They're like, uh, I still don't think people could handle it. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> I think someone's going to spray themselves like a la Zoolander and set it on fire. But yeah. uh, That's the, weird. The, the joke when I was a kid was it's for the Californians trying to move to Oregon. Like, just don't get out. Don't get out of your car. Just keep on driving, fucker. You know? Oh. That, was, that was the thing. Cause, because ever since... Uh, my, it, is, it does have the feeling of a hippie retirement zone. Every, everybody wants to move there and raise their kids there. Yeah. You know? But I mean... Now, I think, you know, I mean, I feel like Winnipeg would be a great place to move and raise a kid. It, it seems incredibly livable to me. Am I wrong? I, a lot of shrugs. <laughs> a lot of shrugs. Okay. The thing is, is what, can, what maybe Vancouver has the closest to it, the West Coast. But the thing is about Portland is you get this beautiful lush greenery because you don't have a crushing winter that just that's, punches yeah. it in the face yeah i guess like I am. we have nice I'm spoiled flowers being here now that's the thing yeah. we have nice yeah yeah i love winnipeg too but i've only been here in the summer mm-hmm. sorry guys yeah uh, so far i'm coming in late october anyways but the thing is is uh yeah it, most of canada even in toronto uh, where i'm from the uh, beautiful flowers and we get all this beautiful lush trees and flowers whatever but then as soon as November comes, right. it rips them out of their skin sure. and blood goes all over the streets. No, yeah, I, 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 lived, in, I lived in Chicago for six oh, years. there you go. And, you know exactly. It's not exactly the same, but it, 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 it does have – you're right off a lake and the wind whips yeah. between the buildings and, yeah, it does Toronto has tear off pieces tunnel. of your skin. It's, <laughs> yeah. It is brutal. But I think, I think at the same time, you do learn to appreciate things a lot more with that kind of – yeah, with the dichotomy of walking down the street – and going into a bar to drink yourself a jacket, as I used to say, and and just go and just have that warmth hit your face. You're just like, oh, I'm alive. Yeah. Like I stayed in a bad relationship a year too long for the warmth. <laughs> That's a bad thing. That's a bad thing to do. Nice. She, I love her. She's great. She's uh, she's married now, has a kid. But it was one of those things where we kind of knew it was over. We're just like, I can't sleep by myself. I'll die. You know, yeah. We need to hold each other for the warmth. <laughs> we're, we're we're both poor waiters. Well, this is a perfect way to seg into the topic of the podcast because cool. you're talking about these beautiful things that you uh, love and appreciate so much. Have you thought about what your perfect utopian world would be like at all? Uh, yeah, I try. Anything? Yeah, I I, well, I was thinking about it all day, and I, I was just I try to get not too not too specific, but also not too grandiose and fantasy like. Because yeah. it's like I feel oh yeah because. Like, Human, the sky's the limit, but you right, want to no, keep it, it a little bit. Yeah, because okay. I just want to stay with with the in. Okay, just let's not go Avatar, where which, by the way, that would drove me fucking insane. 
when so many people were crying because they wanted to live in the Avatar world. <laughs> where I'm just like, do you, do you, did you not see that movie? Like, those were beings of ultimate strength and density that fought horrific animals. Like, the, to the point where that thing came through the bush and they're just like, run. Like, our bullets can't pierce its skin. Like, there's a monster that is just around all the time. And they're, you know, because we, we're just like, it's just like Native Americans. Like, no, it is not. Like, those, those, are, those are, like, monstrous beings. Yeah. It's like, you wouldn't, none of us, no human, would, would survive <laughs> in that world. It took a fearless Marine who was so tough, they let him stay in the Marines with no legs to halfway join them. Like, all of us would be eaten alive. All the people think of is, like, you, you link up with a tree, and the tree talks to you. It's like, no, that was a tiny bit of that horrifically scary world. The next Avatar so, sequel should be just you telling the audience that came to live in that world oh again. Oh, yeah. I would truth. love it. I would love if I was the one. Like, if I was, like, the washout guy from the Avatar tribe. I don't know what they were. I forget what they were called. But, uh, yeah, you know, who was just like, I can't stand it here anymore. I want a cheeseburger. This is terrible. Like, <laughs> tired of running and loincloths. Um, yeah, that's the thing. People want to live in the, off this beautiful, lush fantasy land all mm-hmm. the time when they think about it. But, man, a few <coughs> strawberries don't fill you up for the whole day. No. Well, I mean, you can get your body to that point, but do you want to live like that? <laughs> yeah, no. You know, where you, you, you can just starve yourself to the point of you, where you, all you are is muscles and bones. Yeah. And mm. that's your happiness. And they're just like, oh, some berries. Right, yeah. <laughs> One berry is like <laughs> glorious paradise. Yeah. No, I mean, not to get off topic. I, I want to. You don't want it, it to be avatar It's got to be, yeah, like, it's got to be based in humanity. I think humans are generally good people, but we are also driven by hunger and greed, you know, uh, hence the rise of Trump. Um, but yeah Yeah. who is the physical and mental and emotional manifestation of a child who all he watches is pro wrestling Um, but I I, I wanted to keep it in so I mean generally it would be very similar to it'd be like kind of Amsterdam without so many sex shops and and, and, uh, just dirty people that are dirty for no reason oh okay Um, and and I I liked Amsterdam a lot Uh, I, I think it would combine it with you know Amsterdam and 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 uh, Portland, maybe a dash of Spain, but in in terms of the culture, we could all define whatever it would it would be. Generally speaking, though, I kind of like the Israeli format of people having to do having to uh, do a service for a while, mandatorily by law. And I don't want them in the military. I don't yeah, want to institute a draft. That's what I was ask. But I want to institute a draft. Everyone has to wait tables for two weeks. Doesn't matter who you are. Yeah. Everyone has to wait tables for two weeks. There's a restaurant in every town that's <laughs> just for these waiters and it's open all the time. Sometimes you're going to have to you know, bang out the 2 a.m. to 10 a.m. shift. Yeah. You just have to deal with it. We just need people. There are people... My philosophy in life is, like, if you've never worked a shit job, your perspective is faulty. That's amazing. I don't really want to hear what you have to say about much, you know, because there there are people that have kind of come into inheritances and and they want to talk about how the world is. like, "Mm, you've never had someone send back a steak. You've never had someone bitch about some things being not too perfect. Like, I was a waiter for six years, and I'll read Yelp reviews and just be like, ugh. What a piece of crap you are. <laughs> you poor, poor, little sad baby. Yeah, you've never man. cleaned French onion yeah. soup bowls with uh, a curly cue. Yeah, you've never washed dishes. You've got to wash dishes. <laughs> yeah. um, oh, you have some notes, too. Yeah, I do. I have a couple things. I um, like that. I like teaching uh, these people you have how to, to be humble. You have to teach a class for a month, for a solid month. And you about, like, 
you know, uh, the curriculum can be designed by you, but yeah. you really got to, it has to pass muster with a, with a kind of, you know, friendly tribunal kind of thing. And then you teach and you have to, you know, come to class every single day and deal with, I feel like the more we have to deal on, with, with each other on a professional level, the more we're going to understand each other. When you kind of have to provide a service and be behind it, these are some of the most thoughtful um, ideas I've ever heard in my life. I, I think you got to work not con- just on gotta, the podcast. You got to work. <laughs> you have to work construction for a week. I'm not saying you have to do the heavy shit. Or, I do not want to go to your hammer. utopia. But um, it's just like and then, this is like a army drill camp. And the, and the last thing, no, but you understand, this all happens when you're like 20 years old. Yeah, you're like physical prime. And you're like, I got to do about it. A, it. The whole thing ha- it happens about six months, and you get yeah. paid the whole time. This is all governmentally funded. What are your friends doing? Um, are they skateboarding by you? No, they're doing the same shit you are. <laughs> okay, good. They're, if they're a year older than you, they are. Oh man, oh, yeah, totally are. They're laughing their ass off at you. And then you do you have to do customer service like on a phone for a week. Oh my god! But that's it. I've done that. I just feel like yeah, and and didn't it make I've, you? I've done more... three of the four. I've never taught a class. Okay, but have you taught a class? Yeah. What was it? Uh, I've just uh, done like comedy courses. Kind of just sat in with other teachers. I haven't I haven't taught a class class. Just yeah. me, you know. And that, that and I think this. It's a little bit ethereal. Like not everyone has to do exactly the same stuff. I mean, there yeah. are people who. They would have a nervous breakdown if they had to get in front of a class and teach. And I understand that. You know, you get evaluated. We see what you're good at and all that stuff. But I think the more people have to step outside of their comfort zone within a realm of safety, the better we're going to be as a society. Yeah. You You start weeding out the dicks. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Well, and and just kind of breeding out the dicks, really. You know, like... uh, uh, emotionally, at least, kind of changing people for the best. Now, that's a good title for a book. Breeding Out the Dicks? Yeah, Breeding Out the Dicks, Barbarians from the Sky. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's a bookstore next door. Let's go there after and tell them yeah. our idea. Because bookstores make books. You know bookstores aren't publishing companies, right? They're not. You never know actually... what's going on in the back. Right. You're just, I'm saying you're giving away golden ideas to someone who's not going to use it. They're like, know? yeah, they'll be like, He's okay. He's nod and be like, yeah. They're just eating a few berries. I was in. That was another weird random callback. Good callback. I, I, was, in, I was in Portland uh, last week, and I, this bartender was wearing, he had, he had these pair of shorts that I own once, and he was super busy, and I was like, hey, I have those same shorts. And he's like, uh-huh, what do you want? <laughs> I was like, yes. Perfect. Yeah. I've I loved been there. it. I walked into a really, really super cool um, hip-hop shoe store once in Toronto, and uh, this rap song was playing, and I was like, I was just listening to this song! And they were like... Thanks, Dad. Yeah, they yeah. didn't even say anything. Their eyes just melted my face, and then <laughs> they, they just, turned around. They just stared at you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I have a, I have a, a, a story. They turned the song would, off. Like, a friend, yeah, they're like, ugh, this song's lame now. This guy likes it. Song is over. You hear the DJ on the radio. Okay, we ain't playing that shit no more. New song. How did he know? My friend and I were walking, and uh, there were two um, Girl Scouts. I know you guys have. It's a different. No, we have it. We have Girl Scouts, but it's it's a different name. Oh, right. But you know what it is. Do we have it? Girl guides. Girl guides. Girl guides. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. they wear blue, and ours uh, are called the Green Mafia because they wear green. Um, Oh yeah. And they they're very serious people, but. My friend, I was one of my friends who, those friends who like, just says anything that's on his mind. Amazing. Uh, which means he's, he's kind of a dick. But like these, these two girls, they're like dragging their little uh, uh, radio flyer wagon stacked with boxes of cookies. 
they sell cookies and uh, my and they're with their moms and my idiot friend is like which ones have weed in them <laughs> you know <laughs> and the moms are like <laughs> laughing but both little girls serious just nothing the most serious face you ever saw just waiting like oh you got jokes fucker what like do you have money <laughs> I have time for this shit I don't have time for your garbage like they just looked through us. Like unless we have money, we don't exist. It was amazing. But even you, as a comedian, uh, don't you find uh, the most humiliating thing in the world is even just ordering from a barista, doing not even an, an obnoxious joke, but trying to be a little silly, and they don't go for it at all. Oh, don't yeah. you feel like the worst? I feel like that... everybody feels that way, though. Yeah. If you make like a, a good-natured little joke, and you know, I understand if you if you if you say something creepy, yeah. something, yeah, you should get the cold shoulder. I think sometimes I say something not creepy, but they see my face and they're like, "This will go creepy." <laughs> <laughs> you know? Well, I mean, when you when it's it's like a hot chick barista, and you're like, "That's a nice shirt," and she's like, "Thanks." You're like, "Can I try it on?" Yeah, that's when she gets weird. She yeah, gets I've a never weird done about that, one, that, but. Yeah. Which, by the way, is a sweet line. It feels so awful. Like, I almost want to cry. But like, don't I'm... hit on baristas. Yeah, don't hit on... Yeah. You never, you know, as speaking as one of the people who used to be the help, I'm making quote signs for those listening, don't ever hit on the help. Like, if you're sitting yeah. at the bar, like, don't hit on the bartender. Like, she has nowhere to go. Yeah. Like, she can't run away from you. Yeah. yeah. This is a public service announcement. That's not a joke. It's not a joke, but I was getting sad in my head because for sure there's been times I've had a few drinks. And I'm like, oh, not we, hitting uh, you, on them, uh, but men, trying to be cute. Men are ridiculous. Like Every loser. guy has done it to some extent, for sure. I'm yeah. not saying I never did. I'm saying, like, yeah. <laughs> take it from, you know. But then they look from me. sad and pissed, and I'm sad, and I'm like, I was trying to be jolly. Yeah, no, I, I, I was <laughs> in, 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 in Halifax, I went to this beer bar. Uh, it was amazing. Which one? Like, um, I forget. It's downtown. Uh, it's a it's a microbrewery okay. bar, and right. uh, this girl was putting up the poster from the the you know, but she worked there. She just put it on the wall. Yeah. And I was like, hey, I'm in that. And she's like, oh yeah. And I'm like, yeah, that's me right there. I'll take a beer. And she's like, oh thanks. And I'm like, hey, I'm Matt. And I just like reached out, man. She shook my hand, like shaking my hand, like uh, yeah. Oh, we got to know each other. It's like, <laughs> oh, why did I introduce myself? Yeah. So, but were you in the bar by yourself? I was, but that's ha- that's when it happens. Mm-hmm. You yeah, because you're. If actually- I was with a group, it, but it, it literally was his instinct. I'm in a committed relationship. I'm not trying to make time with this girl. Right, but, you're just- but she was way younger and she was pretty. It was just like, yeah. uh, I see why you think I that's shouldn't have thing. gone for the handshake. No, you know? it's good that they're like that. You know, and I shouldn't have like pulled her right near me and kissed her on the face. Did I leave yeah. that out? No. Yeah. No. You, yeah. Was- <laughs> no self awareness. <laughs> I shouldn't have twirled her. Yeah. Um. <laughs> raking her along the well drinks right i think i know what bar you're talking about uh okay i Anyways. forget the name sorry uh okay so that's very nice so all these dicks are being breeded out i really yeah, enjoy well, that the, the dick inside every guy and, and 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 you know possibly gal is kind of being well you're just getting some perspective yeah so Let, maybe you won't treat a bartender like shit next time maybe you won't yeah. you know uh, uh look down on someone who has a worse job than you or expect so, right. you know like I remember being in line uh, for the movies once, and this uh, the the credit card machine was out, and of course everyone's paying with credit cards, and so this manager and his workers are having to write down everyone's credit card number, just write it down. Yeah. And the manager keeps running into the office, and this woman in line is just like, "He's hiding. He's trying to hide. He doesn't want to do the real work." I'm like, "You don't know that. You're just <laughs> frustrated, and you're waiting, and you're being an, an asshole." You know, like yeah. I feel like everyone. I hate it when I'm in line with a lot of people. And we've been waiting a long time, and someone in front of me just decides to start like a, a shithead club. I know. It's like, ugh, this sucks, right? Like, I'm not on your team, that. dude. Shut up. 
Yeah. You're making it worse for everyone else with your bitching. And they're not aware that they're creating a story that makes them comfortable, but it doesn't mean anything exactly. in reality. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Okay, I like this. So, like, uh, we fa- let's fast forward through um, we breeding out the dicks. Sure. Now, where are we? What are you doing? Soft serve on every corner. Yeah. Um, See, that's just, what I'm talking about. Yeah, there's just uh, a you know, soft serve. You can get whatever kind of flavor you want, and yeah. it, it's self-cleaning. Yeah. Um, feel like uh, you're not flirting with the ice cream man. No, but you, ice cream men are shirtless. They kind of like it. Um, <laughs> but those guys, uh, they, those guys are only, have been hired for that. You know what I mean? Yeah. They're like that. They're like candy boys. You Do know, they like spill it on their good-looking dudes. Yo, what are we talking Spanish right now? Yes, of course they are. Um, yeah, oh, just, I like you that. Know, they like it. It'll occasionally burst. Like, whoops, sorry, ladies. You know, <laughs> excuse me. Happens around a pretty lady like yourself. No, he wouldn't say that. <laughs> no, um, but he might. Late at night, you know, they get a little, uh, they get, have a little more fun. Oh yeah. You know? After a few ice creams, These then are, you start saying weird things. Well, you get, you know, and you get, the, you get your entertainment districts in in, in every city. You know, where you, you kind of, you know, what you're getting. There's, your there's shirtless ice cream. There's ice cream candy boys. District. You know, yeah. there's there's strip clubs for whatever kind of thing you're in. In your utopian world, mm-hmm. there's. Ice cream candy boys on every corner. Not every corner. Oh, no. And no, the entertainment would, district. We'd, we'd go broke in a week. You can't pay that many candy boys. What does the entertainment district look like? Uh, it, well, if you got to, you know, am, am I like the king of this? Or do yes. I to, okay. That's then, what I'm talking about. You okay. can even be the. Uh, there, there's a lot. You of, can be a benevolent ruler, whatever you want. Oh, for sure I would be. I would, <laughs> I would hate it. I would, God, can you imagine being like the king of would the world? Would you have a guilt complex but still be the king? Of course. I have the albatross of Catholic guilt around my neck at all times, and I can never take it off, and it's just there. There's nothing I can do about it. That's awesome. No, it isn't. You're like, off with their heads, but I'm sorry, you know what but I mean? But I'm sorry. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't want to. Yeah. yeah. Uh, throw them in the, in the, in the bottomless pit. Um, yeah, there's a bottomless pit for trash. Um, <laughs> And uh, I just think it's. I think for me, the entertainment district would just be like a warren of amazing movie theaters, live theaters, dive bars. Um, yeah. You know, by day, great coffee shops, record stores, bookstores, wow. um, ice cream shops. That's and, very nice. Yeah, and then the occasional uh, uh, ridiculous Japanese vending machine, like those vending machines where you can get like a keg of beer or a yeah. suit. You know, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, you don't even know how that works. Well, someone, my friend, told me once um, that they sell Japanese schoolgirl underwear in that's, vending machines. I think is that I've true? Heard that so much. I feel like that's. Have you been to Japan? Yeah, I think I've that's just been. a rumor. I mean, maybe a rumor and slash someone's desire. Well, I mean, <laughs> there's a lot of weird shit in Japan for sure. Yeah, uh, but just like anywhere, that's just one of those specific things that I've never seen an actual picture of it on Instagram, which it would have been on there right someone would have found it totally true you know it's just like you know i grew up in oregon someone would have taken a picture of bigfoot like he's a master of hiding in disguise people are hiking all the time yeah and he's dumb Mm -hmm. well (laughs) here's the thing well i'm not i mean that person in the bank line now Ah, bigfoot's dumb (laughs) bigfoot's dumb (laughs) bigfoot's being dumb right now and if they exist it's big feet like there's got to be an entire race of them yeah can't be one eternal ape man walking around all the time can't die like Dracula. To be honest, just to digress for a sec, I wish that happened. I yeah. wish a weird clan of eight men came out of the woods and killed some of there's us. A, there's an there, there there's an old <laughs> thin out the herd. Yeah. There's an old see that'll be my thing in my world. There's a button you can hit on your watch if someone's being a real cock, yeah. and then Bigfoot comes out and just takes him away. Yeah. Um, 
out of a portal. Yeah, there, like, there was an actual guy who went on record with a, uh, an Oregon newspaper saying he was abducted by a tribe of big feet, of like okay. giant monstrous people, like a, a mommy and a daddy and kids, yeah. and they kept him as a pet. Like they kept him in a little cage and would take him out and yeah. run him around. So and they was, made a cage. Yeah, no, they had they had little huts and stuff. Yeah. And the guy he was like a he was like a middle aged man and he would like yeah. try to run away and they they'd round him up like a puppy because they were wow. so huge, big and fast. Yeah, I I want to see this. Guy. I want to. I got I got to look it up again. I I have these. I have all these books of like weird deviant history. Was there anything weird about him otherwise? No. Well, the way he got out was he found he knew about plants and horticulture, and he found this these berries that are mm. poisonous. Yeah, and he fed them to like, look, I found your berries, and they they ate them, and they got horrific stomach aches, and they made this kind of high keening squealing noise, like screaming, and he ran. And that's how he got away. Imagine they died, and then the police really investigated it, and they and they they charged that they, guy with they charged him with killing an, an endangered species. <laughs> yeah. Like it's it's too bad you were a captive. Oh my god, I but would love did, it if that's how that they story fed you out. every day, Elmer. Every day. <laughs> yeah, these are rare big feet. Yeah, how hard it is to find a family? How hard it is for them to find a mate? Yeah, the cage had pillows upon pillows. Come on, in it. yeah, they, fresh venison every day. <laughs> you didn't even have a job. You weren't doing anything. <laughs> I would love it if it ended up that way. That'd be amazing. Okay, where were we? Where were we going before that? Um, hmm. A lot of guys. Well, are I was getting... describing the, the utopia, yeah. and stuff. But it... <laughs> so, what's what the podcast is? This is my brain does that. I'm sorry, it's okay. I do that. Um, yeah. So this is very nice. So mm-hmm. there's a, you threw a lot out, but I do want to say something. Uh, ice cream plays a big part. I've noticed. Yeah. No, I mean, it's... Are you an ice cream freak? No, not... not is it like, okay do, to say freak? Do I smear it on my genitals and <laughs> call my girlfriend? No. Not, not, every, not every month. Yeah. Um, I know, it's, I just... I believe, I believe in treats, you know? Like, yeah. I, I, uh, I, I worked out today, so, nice. you know, I got myself a nice meat sandwich for lunch. Did well, you? Yeah, with a bean salad. You need fiber, too. That's the you thing. Take care of your heart. Yeah. Um, probably going to have some beers tonight. I think it's, that's the reason why... You uh, uh, you work hard so you can have treats. Yeah, you know? the gym at the hotel is nice. It is nice, Thank and it's you. and it's and it's empty. Yeah, so I can just be lifting weights, yelling tits, <laughs> assholes, like anything. Yeah, it's nice. Well, actually, <clears throat> yesterday, um, not to humble bee about my uh, exercising, but I was on the treadmill. Cool. And this always happens. Yeah, thanks, man. That's all I wanted to say. Right on. I was on a that's, treadmill. That's it. The end. <laughs> Great. But I was like. I was listening to an old Super Chunk album. Okay. And uh, a cleaning lady did come in the door right when I was raising my hand in the air, lip syncing the heavy part nice. of the song. That's that happens cool. to me every time I think I'm alone in a gym. Mm-hmm. Is I get busted rocking out to my for, damn ear headphones. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. So there you go. I, uh, so it's, it's, yeah, no one's there, but the cleaning lady will see you at the worst time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you'll be uh, singing along to Turbo Negro's I Got Erection at the top of your, <laughs> top of your lungs. Yeah. yeah. I don't. Uh, thank you. Yeah. Like so, to the cleaning lady. Uh, like, and she, like she gives a shit. Like doesn't <laughs> care. Just doing the job she doesn't love. Well, know? that's what she, she said to me. She's like, I don't give a shit about you. Nice. And then she wiped me down, sprayed me and wiped me. That'd be amazing. <laughs> You need cleaning. Like, she's stronger than you are. You're like, stop. Just manhandling you. Just holding you. Just grabbing nerves in your neck. You can't move. Like, ah. Like a subjugated dog. And just, just like waving. Just like a wet wiping rug. your whole body. 
And then take, like, this is old. <laughs> takes your shirt off and just throws it in the trash. <laughs> yeah. That'd be amazing. <laughs> the strongest cleaning lady. That'd be one for the utopia. Like, uh, the cleaning ladies are incredibly well paid and trained. And, yeah. you know, they will, you know, if you're, if you're, you know, walking around and stinking, you haven't washed yourself and you're hungover or whatever, like, yeah. cu- like, she'll take you somewhere and just wipe the shit out of you. you They're know? almost like black ops, right? Mm-hmm. They come from the sky. Oh, yeah. And you can't, like, don't fight back because they'll hurt you. You know, they'll give you, like, a good shot in the mouth. And you're like, oh, and then you get wiped down. Yeah. Yeah, just, ow, 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 ow. Okay, okay, okay. And then tss, tss, a spray yeah. to your eyes. <laughs> Yeah, they treat you like, like wayward pets. It'd be amazing. That's very nice. So, uh, super severe cleaning, ladies. Mm-hmm. Uh, ice cream everywhere. Yeah, well, just, you know, access to treats. Treat time. Mm-hmm. Maybe there's like, because you're the ruler, maybe you can declare when treat time is. Treat time. Did no, I, treat? I don't want to do not want to do that. Oh, know? okay. I, I, I don't want to be like, uh, uh, what's his name in that Max Mir- Ma- Mad Max Fury Road where they just turn the water oh, yeah. on and off. Like, yeah, that's you with, with ice, ice cream. cream. No. Yeah. <laughs> Ride to Valhalla and just yeah. soft serve just comes down that stone hill. Half we're, of them are like, we're so thirsty. This is terrible. <laughs> That's what I was going to say. Like it's, half of them are like, sugar dehydrates you. Yeah. This is not good for us. We know that. <laughs> yeah. That's why I'm so fat. <laughs> yeah. No. Uh, I think it's, yeah. you kind of just have to appoint people that are, that are in charge of that kind of thing. And, you know, people vote in how much, you know, ice That's cream they're good. allowed. So you actually or I would just leave it up to the candy boys. You know, they decide how much ice cream you get. Or don't. What if the power goes to the candy boy's head? I think they would uh, have an uprising, but it would be kind of a delightful and fun up- uprising. Right. It'd be like if the village people took over. No one would really care. You know, it'd just be happy. Yeah, you'd be like giggling the whole time on your way to your prison, like, where are you taking me? It's fine. They won. Yeah. You know, they, yeah. they, they play disco all the time. It mellows you out. It's nice. That's amazing. Okay, so I like this giant entertainment district. Mm-hmm. I like treat time. I like the candy boys. I like the ape men that thin the herd. Uh, solar power everywhere. Okay. Uh, you know, if you can, try to bike places. Kind nice. Of thing. I yeah. Think, you know, especially living in, in the United States, we rely on cars far too much. And, well, I should say living in Los Angeles, which is exactly like Mad Max Fury Road now. Yeah. It's getting exactly close. Exactly like, yeah. Do you, uh, do you even shower anymore, or are you scared? No, I shower. Because yeah. I, I just, I'm, I know in like three months, they're going to be like, no more water in LA. I'll be like, well, no more showers. Yeah. Like, I want to get it while it's hot, you know? Do you think L.A., everyone's going to go to just Venice Beach and start drinking the ocean and get... <laughs> you know it's salt water, right? <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. But anyways. But then they get crazy and they kill themselves. I don't know. That's a bad... It's that's... a weird thing to trail off on. <laughs> and kill themselves and then like set like, houses on fire before they do it. And then, and like, then I go and... Then just... everyone eats their dogs. <laughs> Jesus, Chris. <laughs> My utopia is pretty savage. Uh... <laughs> Doesn't sound like a utopia. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's right. Not for other, for other people. But uh, uh, the residential area, because where are you living? That's oh, what I'm right. talking about. We haven't even thought of that. Well, it's like, I mean, we're, so, really, we're really talking about it like an ideal city, correct? Yeah. Because, I mean, in sure. terms of an ideal world, I can't even fathom yeah. what, uh, what it would take to kind of... Well, you describe like Amsterdam, Portland, Spain. Yeah, so, like, so that's. I mean, I'm. I'm just. Uh, I, I'm. I'm realizing I kind of painted myself into a corner where it's kind of got to be a city. If that's okay by your definitions. Fine. Okay. Great. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Uh, yeah. Uh, but yeah, res- residential districts. Um, 
Is it just classic houses, or do you want like a tree village, or what are we talking? I think people can. We're gonna we're, we're gonna make so much money off the off the candy boys, and I'm just relying on that. I think it's gonna be like the basis of our economy, where you're gonna walk by them, and it's gonna be like, you know, you want ice cream. Do you have a dollar? Wait, so these candy boys. Just to reiterate, they will they, give you. They shirts? will give it to you sometimes, but a lot of times you just gotta pay for it. Right. Especially when they got the really good flavors. Okay, and they're not wearing shirts. No, and they're strong. Generally, do yeah. they have a bow tie on? Uh, sometimes, yeah. Suspenders, a hat, too. Uh, yeah, of their choice. Because I think we should really define the candy boys before we uh, they become the. But that's the thing you got to let them define themselves. Ah, oh. there you go. See, they <laughs> make their own road. You're such a nice king. Well, you got to be a nice king. <laughs> Otherwise, you're just a prick. Candy boys, how you feeling? Yeah, you check in with them every day. Yeah. Okay, so they're the candy boys are basically the main economy. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, they're one of them. I'm, you know. I'm making this up as I go. <laughs> God, at seven days. I have an hour. Um, yeah. But residential I districts, like you, I think, you know, you, if we could make it so everyone gets their own house, that would be fantastic. And if you could design it yourself, sure, great. So I think we're going to have... What are you, what's going on? I was just happy to see that some people showed up and uh, yeah, we got no one left. House. Yeah, well, I mean, that was, that was the point of turning the house lights down. <laughs> I mean, that's one of those things. Anytime I, I see a show, I'm like, why is the light on me? Like, let me sit in the darkness... <laughs> And unbutton my pants. I'm sorry. Yeah. You know, I have, figuratively. I don't, I don't think I have ADD, it, but I think I have ADD. You know what I mean? No. Okay. So. <laughs> well, I get distracted, but I can't say I have a thing because no one ever said I have a thing. So what am I supposed to do? You can say you have a thing. Yeah. Can I? Can I just I say it myself? I, I certainly have ADD. For sure. That's the thing. I feel like I do too, but if I say it, but no one's ever told me I have it, am I insulting other ADDers? I just think everybody has a little bit of it. We all are easily distracted by things. Like, like especially in our culture now, right? Uh, sure. <laughs> yeah. No, absolutely. Because of the things? Mm-hmm. The phones? You always think something, something's going on on your phone you're missing, and you're absolutely wrong. Yeah. You know, there's, it's, always, it's the same as it was. Fuck, they have a thing in France where you go to a cafe, and there's like a, a, a little module that shuts off all cell phones within, like, a 30-foot a radius. That's killer. It's amazing. And I want that in, in America so bad. And they Everyone tried. The, yeah. the cell phone lobby shut it down. Yeah, of course. Like they're all like, what if there's an emergency? It's like, what did we do before cell phones? You're still going to find out, you know, whatever. You know, it's That's the thing. Romantic, big business and romantic kills, uh, big business in America kills romantic ideas. Wow. That's a, that's a bold, true statement. It's also the that. title of another book. Ugh, you and your books. I picture this uh, cafe in France just being full of, like, Ernest Hemingway's being like, I'm writing again. Yeah. <laughs> For like, sure. all this huge output. Well, of, I went like, to Paris for the first time last year, and I was just like, I get it. I get it. Like, everything everybody says about how it's so amazing is just true. It's so beautiful. The lifestyle is amazing. I've never been. I really want to go. It's, you got to go at some point. Like it, it was one of those things where I went not being a cynic, but was walking around like, good God, yeah, okay, okay. I, uh, my real last name on my uh, dad's side is St. Pierre. And so it's, I've always grown up being like, I think I'm French. But when I asked the family, I'm like, so we're from France, right? And they're like, yeah, I don't know. Well, yeah, sure. It's just a name he made up when he was doing porn. <laughs> That's yeah, all. Dick St. Pierre. There I never go. put it together. <laughs> I don't know why that sounds like a porn name to me, but... <laughs> St. Pierre. Well, mm-hmm. St. Peter, that's like Peter's dick. Sure. There you go. Well, and he was the rock, you know, in the, in the Bible. He was the rock of Jesus. Yeah, hard rock St. Peter. It all makes sense. Yeah. I mean, we all, everybody had the same thought as us. <laughs> <laughs> My grandpa's name was Rock St. Pierre. There you go. Um, 
Yeah. Okay. So be- Paris is beautiful. So yes. maybe there will be cafes in your city. Oh, absolutely. That just uh, make- wine in the afternoon. Yeah. Uh, and you know, it's it just uh, the, the the same emphasis on beautiful architecture they have. I yeah. assume we have unlimited funds here. Well, the candy boys are yeah. That's what I good. said. Unlimited funds. <laughs> candy boys are going to make billions of yeah. dollars. Ice cream. Let's let's think of this. Ice cream seems to be unlimited. Where's it coming from? Are we milking cows to the max, or mm, we're getting it from? A that's more... the thing. We would we would try to lean towards vegan sources because ah, vegan I don't really cream? want the, the the factories with just pregnant cows hooked up to tubes everywhere. As far as the eye can see, yeah. We do have some of that, but not all of that. <laughs> you know, yeah. Because it's kind of this this peaceful coexistence between you know people that eat animal products, people that don't. Right. Hopefully. How many people would in your world would choose vegan over dairy? Mm. I think in a certain point you kind of have to. You know, we go back to rational fact and, and like the pragmatism of, of Canadians. Maybe of when you you lay out the facts, you'd be like, "Look, guys, we don't have enough cows, and we want everybody to like." You could run a campaign, be like, "Oh, are candy boys not for everyone?" Because we're going to run out of candy boys. Yeah, you, 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 you dumb fucks. So what? The poor shouldn't have candy from the candy boys? Fuck I- off. And who can oppose that? Let's be honest. I just realized, too, because you've already breeded out all of the dicks through your uh, year 20 uh, regimen, mm. uh, no one will be, like, pissed off about well, it. Well, but here's they'll the be, thing. They'll, uh, they'll be we reasonable st- people. We still ideally would have assholes, but delightful assholes. You know, like your friends <laughs> that are shitty to you uh, like to the make weed you laugh. Guy? You know, like I went, I went through a, a brutal breakup when I was in Chicago, and I finally went out to a show. And a friend of mine just yelled, look who put aside all the clumps of Kleenex to be with us. And it was one of the most beautiful <laughs> moments of my life. So we can't do away with assholes completely. That's really we good. We need them. Was, it, need was them. it a comedian friend? It was Kyle Kinane. I knew it. Yeah. That's his poetry all that the way. That is his poetry. Yeah. <laughs> I knew it. Mm-hmm, for sure. So funny. Yeah, you came from, <laughs> we didn't talk about that in the beginning, but you came from uh, one of the most hardcore, awesome groups of comedians that you guys all went to Chicago for some reason. Yeah, we all just kind of met up Oh, he's there. from there, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I'm originally from there, but I didn't grow up there. Oh, okay. I moved yeah. there right out of college. And, yeah, I mean, it's, it, we, we kind of came just at the, on, on the cusp of what they call the alternative comedy scene, but we didn't necessarily have that. We just yeah. kind of were a bunch of weirdos. That they, we, had this, we had this open mic every Monday night that we all kind of had the mindset of we got to do a new five minutes every week. And, and we didn't even think about how ridiculous that kind of is. Yeah, but because we we didn't have a lot of a lot of shame in those days, and would you know, you know, drink like maniacs. But it was, it was really uh, incredibly creative, and it 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 made us all define uh, our ourselves and our voices. Yeah. So we, you know, Kyle, you had me, you had Hannibal Burris, you had T.J. Miller, you had Pete Holmes, yeah. you had uh, John Roy, you had Nate Craig, you had. Uh, um, uh, uh, like I could name fifteen That's other people, crazy. but yeah. it's, it's crazy. Yeah, I mean, when I look at all of us and how far uh, so many of us have come, it's it's bananas. But it, I kind of trace it all back to that. And uh, just you guys pushing each other and being inspired by each other, but not feeling any kind of uh, pressure for what's the future going to be. I want to. None of us looked at playing clubs really. Anytime I played yeah. like the local club, like I never did well. I was just like, "This is it's weird. uncomfortable." You know, yeah. I mean, but you also kind of have to build it up so you're good enough to play in a club. But it was just such a fun and fancy free environment. I think that's what what made us all good. You know, that's really awesome. Um, yeah, I come from a scene in Toronto that's like that, except it was harder for us to go to LA. 
Right. Because of green cards, etc. Okay. But a lot of my friends are there right now, and you probably work with them. But sure. anyways, uh, not to talk about myself, but I do know what you're saying, because we did the same thing, like a grassroots show where you pushed each other, other uh, every week and stuff. It's very, yeah, I, I agree. I, I love that stuff. Mm-hmm. Would you be a comedian in this utopian city of yours? Okay, if I got to be the king, I can't do time. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Everyone has to laugh. I'm like that shitty boss that has to. Well, you can make a choice now. Funny. Maybe you don't. You, uh, why isn't that guy laughing? Vaporized. Yeah. <laughs> Into the bottomless no, pit yeah. of garbage. Yeah. I think if anything, I would just have to like, I'd have to design the world and then just, I would just give the job to someone amazing. You know, like some, some you know, Obama type or uh, yeah. Trudeau or something like that. You know, oh. not that they have to be beautiful men, but <laughs> yeah. probably just a, a, a super cool lady, I think, would have to, you know, run the whole thing. Yeah. You know. Like, I, I would not be the one to check with where it's just like, oh, there's been a horrific flood, millions have died, and I'm like, yeah, but it's Sunday, and I'm really fucking hungover. Do I have to deal with it? You know? Yeah. I don't want to do that. Okay. Hmm. Did we reach the max of your utopia? What else? Any uh, randos? I mean... Random thoughts? I don't, I don't know. I can't even imagine what a utopia would, would be. Because I always feel like one person's utopia would be someone else's hell. Like you, you're never going to define exactly what it what it is. I mean, I guess yeah. This is I mean, we're talking about my utopia, so I guess I'm kind of skirting the issue and you know trying to pull the ripcord on you. But you know, no, it is. Like, we always get to this. We get to this part a lot mm-hmm. in the podcast because then people are like, "Well, I just made everybody doing this, but do they like doing right, it? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. They better. <laughs> um, yeah, candy boys, candy boys, rise up." <laughs> I mean, My that, utopia come is on, being if they're ripped spraying, to shreds by the candy boys. If they're spraying like, like soft serve at people you know, yeah. to quell riots, who's going to be mad? Come on. Yeah, that's pretty good. That's almost more horrifying. Well, I'd be mad after because then I'd be so sticky. Sticky. That's yeah. the thing. Mm-hmm. Is there water here? <laughs> no. <laughs> no one's ever said no water. Total idiot. <laughs> no water. <laughs> yeah. No water, just sun. Yeah. I feel like so much of my, my utopia is just built on restriction, what you, what you can't do. I wish, I wish I had more stuff that was like, there's all this fun shit. Whitewater well, you, rafting, you know. Well, sometimes when it gets limitless, then you're like, mm-hmm. what's what? Because yeah. if you can fly and go into outer space and right. travel through time, what's anything? Yeah, I mean, not, not everyone can, can uh, have it be their paradise. Really. This, epi- this uh, podcast would suck if everybody came on there like, what's your perfect utopia? And they're like, I can do anything I want. And yeah. you're like, and? And they're like, that's it. Leave yeah, but it's alone. my utopia. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, just some, some <laughs> horrific creep. I get to fuck anything I want. Why did you say anything, sir? <laughs> oh, I don't I Cut. That podcast episode's like three minutes. I, w- I would still put that out, though. It's, it's called Do Not Download This One. Yeah. Yeah. Today's utopia to me comes from a prison. Yeah. It's, like when, it's like when Gallagher was on WTF, just so short. Oh yeah, yeah. I, uh, I never. I was too nervous to listen to that. Nah, I didn't listen to it. He told Mark told me not to. I was oh like, really? I check that out. He's like, don't, man. I'm like, all right. Yeah. You tell me not to. I won't. Yeah, I, I kind of read the description of it, and I was like, that's all he I need. He just storms out. Like, I don't want to hear that. How embarrassing. Yeah. Was it the real real Gallagher even? Yeah. I mean, I, I can't I, keep track. I, I was in a festival with him with a bunch of other comics, and mm-hmm. uh, we, me and a. Uh, 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 Alex Cole is a really funny San Francisco comic. He's in mm-hmm. New York now. We were like, oh, let's get drinks and watch Gallagher. I was like, yeah. You know, like, like, our, like our childhoods. And he was just racist and homophobic. Yeah. He kept walking his people. 
And then more people would come in with the raincoats on, wanting him to explode melons. And he just kept being, just doing, like, yeah. I'm sorry, faggot hating street jokes. Yeah. Like, I was really just, good lord. And then he gets mad because he thinks people don't get. Yeah, he's like, what's wrong anymore? with you? You're so politically correct. It's like, <laughs> no, that's just not funny. No, man. we're just nice. That's just hateful and <laughs> shitty. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know. And I mean, oh, I, I feel like there shouldn't be any kind of joke police. You should be able to do any kind of jokes you want. Uh, uh, it is, in a lot of ways, the last bastion of free speech. But it, it's comedy, and it has to be funny. You yeah. know, if there are comedians like Patrice O'Neill, I would totally disagree with him on stuff, but he would make me laugh at something I disagreed with. Yeah. And I respect that. I think that's fantastic. Even though I was just like a lot of times it's like, Jesus Christ, you're a sociopath. Yeah. But, you know... Well, that, that's the thing. <laughs> that's I what think, made him brilliant. You know? Yeah, I think Kurt Metzger but, is like one of the funniest, most brilliant guys ever, and he got into that little hot water recently. Yeah, he, well, he fucking bled he's, into. He stepped in it, man. I love, I love Kurt. Oh yeah, no, it was brutal, God, but... dude. I mean, yeah, I don't even, I don't really want to really get into that, but I, no, but I, he's he's making I, up for it now. I, I he, disagree he, with him like across the board on that, but yeah, big time. I yeah. do feel take him out of it that a lot of people kind of just. Uh, uh, don't say their opinion. And I wish we had a little more freedom to say our opinions. And this is not for, you know, I'm not making the road for shithead dudes. I feel like those are always the guys that are just like, yeah, I should be able to say anything I want. I'm sick of having to toe the line. It's like, fuck you. You're having to toe the line for the first time in your goddamn life. Especially privileged white guys. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. (laughs) Uh, Privileged straight dudes have had millennia of time to just do whatever they want. And now a lot of their shit's getting called out and a lot of them can't deal with it. Like, yeah. that's, what I, that's what I feel. I just feel like, you know, we need <laughs> a little more exchange of ideas. That said, like, I don't believe in, in policing comedy, but an audience will police comedy. Be, they will tell you if it's not funny, and, it will, and that means it's not funny. Yeah, like, if you're a comedian and you're fighting audiences all the time, <laughs> like, you're just going to be yeah, a bad like, comedian. I'm too now. on the edge. Like, that's yeah. not... We haven't found that comedian yet that's yeah. too on the... He's so funny, but he's so on the edge, no one gets on board. Yeah. If someone's that funny, people are going to laugh, you know? Like, that, that doesn't exist. Uh, Paul F. Tompkins wrote a great thing about that recently. I wish I could... Uh, uh, pull up where it was, but um, how do we get to this from Utopia Land? Um, I don't, you know, I don't know. Oh, do I get? A, oh, I'm getting a. Okay, <laughs> I don't know. Anything. I wish there wasn't a light just then, and you just suddenly like felt something from above. <laughs> yeah, the barbarians told me to wrap it up. <laughs> yeah, thanks. A, a hand just starts pulling me out thanks. of the theater. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> thanks, Calmar the Brutal. Appreciate it. <laughs> um, in a way, my, the barbarians are my Candyman. Yeah, they will guide you. They will guide you. Yeah, they'll. In my YouTube, yeah, they'll tell you. Not Someone's to- into that. Yeah, be your own barbarian. Don't back down. Hey, is know? everyone still here having fun? Yeah, this is very nice. I'm really glad you guys came. Yeah, I think we should guys. wrap it up. Um, but uh, yeah, I think definitely in my utopia, barbarians would be throwing ice cream at my face. But uh, so let's try and summarize what you've done. What you've look what you've done. <laughs> I feel like it's just a very fun cityscape and residential uh, uh, groups of areas governed by the idea you shouldn't be too much of a cock, and yeah. you should try to relate to other people more than you do. And that says I, that goes for everybody more than anyone, including myself. Yeah. Um, but at the end of your strife and what you work through and stuff. There are magnificent dive bars and candy boys shooting delicious soft serve in your mouth. You know, so yeah. you know there's there's payoff for what you have to work through. Yeah, 
That's know. very nice. Very thoughtful. I think that's I think that's my world. I think that sums it up in terms of my my ideals. Are you relaxed? Do you feel comfortable now? Yeah. Did I? What did I come off as? Just a a super tightly wound. No, not at all. I just feel like before. sometimes when people uh, visit create their utopia world, they feel good. They feel better. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, feel great. <laughs> I, I mean. I think when you, when you sat down, you looked like you felt great. I don't know why I said that. It's. <laughs> do you feel great? I feel I great. Just want to, I just want. I to just ask, hope you feel great. Yeah. Well, I just, that's the thing. I just want to ask the question. I want to be responsible for you feeling great. Because I'm a big fan of your comedy. So Thanks. I, I, I would love it if I was like, "Did you feel great now yes. after doing my podcast?" As a result of your podcast, I feel fantastic. That's the thing. Like, I want you to be like, Chris. You made me feel great, isn't that? Chris, me? you made me feel great because one yes. thing that I uh, notice about about. <laughs> You know, comedy festivals is that I feel like a, a person of privilege. You know, I'm I'm yeah. paid to do something that I love. We're very lucky. Uh, no, I'm, I'm not saying that. I'm not fishing. So, you put that. You close that fish mouth. Um, I uh, that sounded hateful as shit. Jesus. No. It sounded like Rodney no, Dangerfield. That was rough. No, that was a it's Don like Rickles. Became a terrible shitty roast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, hey shut your mouth. Shut um, your fish mouth. Uh, All right. Yeah. Go ahead. Uh, uh, We're lucky. Wait, no, 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 I feel very, I feel very lucky to do this kind of thing. So if I get to do a podcast and I have to like you know work through and, and, and prepare something for it, I feel like I've earned it a little bit more. It goes back to that whole Catholic guilt thing too. So like, and it, this was a, uh, a a great discourse. It was a great conversation. So thank you. Ah, uh, thank you for having uh, having me on my own podcast with you. What? <laughs> <laughs> and thank you guys one more time. Thanks yeah, so thank much. Thank you for coming, everybody. All right, everyone. That was Matt Bronger. Bro- uh, Matt, thanks so much for coming on. Uh, we had so much fun chatting and laughing. And Odd Block Comedy Festival, huge shout out to you guys. The fest was really, really awesome. So thanks so much for having us. And everyone that came out to the live recording, thank you so much. You guys are awesome, especially the two dudes sitting in the front row. Huge smiles. Very nice guys. Uh, follow Matt at Bronger, his last name, at Bronger uh, on Twitter. And to find out everything else that's going on, uh, as you heard in the special, he's got uh, in the episode, he's got three uh, three albums, two specials, and they're amazing. I've listened to them all. I own them all. They're so funny. And keep an eye out for him. He's one of uh, America's best. Uh, and then that's me. I'm done. Uh, you can follow me at Chris Lock Fun. I also do stand up and travel around, and uh, you would like that. I have a new album coming out any minute now. So keep an eye out for that. And at Utopia to Me, follow us if you'd like this episode. Tell more people about it. We're still building a, a nice, decent fan base. And I appreciate you guys for listening. Now, here's the thing. Where are you now? You being all right? Just take it easy. Here's the thing. You done your sandwich? But have a glass of milk. I know it seems weird. You know, there's vegans out there. There's lactose intolerant people out there. Look, I think milk is weird, too. I don't know why I'm talking about milk all of a sudden, but... Sometimes I think it really satisfies after a nice, fat, giant, cheesy, meaty sandwich. So did you eat a sandwich? Drink some milk. Wash it down. Get some calcium. Get some iron. Otherwise, go out there and enjoy yourself. Look at the sun. Isn't it beautiful? We only got one. It's so nice. We're very lucky. Thank you so much for listening.